0: Episode 83, Clear the Cache. Educators, is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educators podcast to start your day feeling Empowered. Hi, Elite Educators. This is Gretchen from Always a Lesson. And whether you're teaching a lesson or you are learning one yourself, this podcast is for you. I'm here to empower you to reach your potential, and that's why I refer to you as Elite, because only an Elite Educator would take time to invest in themselves by listening to a podcast just like this to help hone your craft. I want to first start by thanking you all for tuning in each week. I love reading your reviews on iTunes and appreciate you taking time out of your day to hop on over there and leave a star rating with a review. Today's shout out goes to Morgan Robinson who said, Wonderful podcast. Great podcast. Love the show. Very straightforward and real. It's really great to hear from the perspective of a teacher. Keep up the great work. Well, thank you, Morgan, for stopping by and sharing your thoughts. I try very hard every week to make sure what I'm saying is clear and I'm quick. Uh, so just tell me that you do agree it's straightforward and that it's real. let lets me know that the content I am sharing with you is beneficial and that you're appreciating The format of the show, I must say, uh, it made me smile when you said real because that is something I have been working on for years in my teaching career that I can be very professional, but very rarely do I share personally about myself. To me, they're two separate things. I have a very hard time wearing both hats, but that is what makes people connect with each other is that personal side. So I have, since my principal has been pushing me, oh gosh, maybe eight years ago, to just share more about yourself, share more about yourself, share your weaknesses, share your challenges, you know, lay out your dirty laundry. It's definitely going to help you and your leadership. And it's hard. I have to work on it. It doesn't come naturally to me. But when I saw that you said it was real, I said, yes, (laughs) I have finally been able to really become that vulnerable without working so hard, To make sure I include that part of myself. It's coming a little bit more naturally for me. So that lets me know my weakness is slowly turning into a strength. And I personally appreciate that piece of feedback. But love that you do find it very straightforward and easy to follow. Well today I want to help you all reignite your passion and your potential. And we're going to be talking about clearing out your mental cash. So hang on. This is going to be one empowering ride. Alright, so I want to start with the whole point of this episode. I was holding my daughter Lily. She's almost three months now. Holy cow. But what am I doing? I'm perusing social media on my phone. This happened last night. And I'm thinking to myself, what am I doing? Like, look at this beautiful, precious little thing. And I am stalking other people on social media. I mean... I could pay people so much money to come and watch my daughter. That's how amazing she is. And here I am, and I'm not choosing to do that. I just thought, this is absolutely ludicrous. Why am I doing this? I need to be present. I need to enjoy these moments. I'm being told they go by so fast. And what was even worse is, like, I caught myself, which was hard enough. But then when I looked at her, she had been looking at me the whole time and when our eyes caught one another's gaze, she just lit up and smiled as if, yes, mommy, that's what I wanted was for you to look at me. And I just, my heart broke. You know, I felt guilty. I felt bad. Even if I had only been doing it three seconds to me, it felt like, you know, the worst mistake I could have ever made. Just a huge punch in the gut. And Of course, she's always going to be more important than what's on my feed. Um, But I just had to really fix my focus. I had so much going on in my mind that I couldn't even focus on her. It was like, what's coming up this week? Uh, all these notifications on my phone. Let me hurry up and check what these are all about. You know, I'm one of those type A people that I hate the bubble with the numbers in them. So all my apps have to (laughs) be checked to make sure that there's no notifications there. And that was really what I was doing. It felt like something on my to-do list I had to get done. And that's where my focus was instead of on what is more important and just being present and enjoying the moment. But I just had so much going on. And it made me think about our operating systems and how I get so frustrated with my darn computer when it's slow. And my husband always says, well, how many tabs do you have open? (laughs) You know, or maybe clear your cache if you're having a hard time. And that made me think like, yeah, that's exactly what's going on in my head. It's like, I've got so many freaking windows open (laughs) that I can't even focus on what is in front of me, no matter how cute she is. I mean, that's how distracted my mind is with all this other stuff. Stuff, um, and so it made me think about okay, in education and and teaching specifically, you got to be present. You know, every moment counts, and not focusing on what is due or what you have to do after school or what you have to get done during break before the kids come back or how bad do you have to go to the bathroom, <laughs> you know, or what are your weekend plans or just focusing on your Monday blues, whatever it is. It's again, all these windows, your, your cash is accruing and all of a sudden your, your mind is slowly processing. You're slowing down. Your brain is getting muddled. It's like you need to clear the cash. You need to close out the browsers, close the apps. (laughs) You just need to be where you are physically standing at the moment. I mean, I literally would be teaching, but I was thinking about all the meetings that I had that day or all this darn paperwork I had to come and you know I started to dread these things I had to do and so now my mind even though I'm teaching is focusing on all these negative feelings because I'm not looking forward to them you know what a waste of time of my mind and my brain power to be thinking about these things when I don't even have to be they haven't happened yet no matter what I how much I worry about them they're still happening at a later date and time so why am I wasting time thinking about them and so these negative thoughts started becoming negative emotions I'm wearing it on my sleeve you know it's just not fair to the kids you know why aren't you happy it's like oh I'm thinking about paperwork (laughs) you know like well why are you thinking about paperwork when you're supposed to be teaching me and it's like oh again gut punch right you know when you're an adult you understand trying to be able to do it all and you know, keep your job. <laughs> you know? Oh, it's just so much. And so my overloaded to-do list started to take my focus elsewhere. And I cannot be great working on a dying battery. So I had to check my mind baggage at the door so that I could cognitively handle What was happening to me in the present, and I literally had to put up blinders and put stuff on hold just to keep me in the now. And that overwhelm was ridiculous when I really thought about, you know, a mile in front of me, all that I had from where I stood to that mile out. Instead of just focusing on right now and just the one step in front of the one step in front of the one step, and that really helped my cash remain cleared, which really helped my stress level, which really allowed me to be present, which then put a smile on my face because I wasn't thinking about all these other things. And then I started thinking, okay, well, if it's happening in the classroom, it's definitely happening in my leadership because I wasn't being present in conversations or with interactions when I'm leading people. You know, when you're helping someone else be better, you can't be focusing on everything you need to be doing during that conversation. You're not really listening. You're not being present. You're not being helpful by being elsewhere. You know, it made me think about one of my former principals would stop mid-sentence in an email to turn and face whomever came to her door. You know, she had that open door policy and a lot of people do, but she really had an open door policy and she was present with eye contact and with response. The moment you showed up to the moment you left, you know, and even though it took her some time to get back on her train of thought with whatever she was doing when you came in, she knew it was important to be a hundred percent. And everything that she was doing, rather than try and multitask and make, you know, that other person feel not important enough for all of her attention. And she even asked us to hold her accountable. You know, if we saw her messing with papers on her desk as we're talking or, you know, running around her office trying to gather up items. And that just stuck with me. You know, what a powerful leadership decision. And of course, everything else she had to do was way more urgent and obviously way more important than my silly question that I came to her door with. But she made time for me, even on the fly, unannounced I came, you know, and she was just good at her job because she was present. And I am so guilty. of not doing that. You know, my mentees would show up at my classroom door the same way I showed up at hers in, in a hurry and unannounced. And I would do what she tried not to. I would be finishing what I was doing at my desk while answering their question, or I'd be rummaging through cabinets getting materials while you know celebrating one of their successes that they were sharing with me. And that's just not fair to them. You know, and I had even trouble remembering the details of these interactions because I was half there. You know, Too many browsers in my head were open. I had visited too many topics in my head without clearing the cache. I had all the apps open and a slow-moving device, my mind. And I just am guilty of this in the classroom. I'm guilty of this as a leader. I'm guilty of this in my marriage. I'm guilty of this as a mom. I just got too much happening, too much I'm giving my attention to, which means nothing is getting my full attention, and is bogging me down and adding stress. And I'm just not being the best that, that I can be. There's actually a study that said multitasking is actually not saving you any time. And my husband and I talk about this all the time when we're walking the block, because he is someone that can only focus at one thing at a time. And that drives me nuts because I'm over here multitasking. I always think my way is better, right? And he thinks his way is better. And he says, you know, if I, I, am writing an email and then the phone rings and I pick it up all that time it takes to transition my mind to the phone call and then transition my mind back to the email. And then some one walks in my office, then I'm transitioning to that person and then transitioning back to the email that I'm losing all of this time in my day by multitasking. Because what happens is you slow yourself down. Even though I think I'm being more productive by doing more things at once, I'm actually not operating at full capacity And he was explaining that to me too, and he said if I would just do my emails and put do not disturb on my phone or my office door until that task is done, and then move on to the next thing, maybe it's face-to-face meetings, and then move on to the next thing and return phone calls, I get so much more done, my day is more jam-packed, I am more productive, but I'm almost 100% there in everything that I'm doing, and it's more important to me that I am 100% there than trying to have all this stuff going on. And I love that idea. And in addition to that, it helps you not get so stressed when you're trying to juggle a million different things. It's like, man, just clear the cache, <laughs> just simplify, simplify, simplify. One browser, you know, one task. You know, just stay in the moment until you have to think about those other things. Uh, my parents always joke about their relationship, and my mom and dad are, operate very differently, just like my husband and I. So my dad. Can deal with things, he's non emotional, uh, he problem solves very quickly, and he doesn't worry about things that he can't worry about, meaning that he just has no control over. Where my mom will worry about. Anything. You know, my dad will say, You worried about something? Give it to your mother. She'll worry about it for you. And she, she does. She'll go around all day worried about things that really don't even affect her. And she's so overwhelmed and she's so stressed and she's burdened. You know, she has all these feelings and she's not operating at full capacity because she's got too many browsers open and she needs to clear her cash, right? And so at night they'll be in bed and she'll be tossing and turning and tossing and turning. And he'll be dead asleep, but that'll wake him up and he'll turn to her and say, Suze, close the filing cabinet and what he means by that is in her mind she has got filing cabinets and she's just opening them up and she's rummaging through them she's thinking about a million different things trying to solve all these things she can't solve and it's like dude just give it a rest you're never going to sleep if you're trying to do this that and the other thing that's totally how I am and it's totally how I was in the classroom and I now understand the power and being simple So I have some tips that I have found help me to clear my cache and really be present so that I'm more focused and I'm better at my job and I'm not stressed out with all the other things happening around me. So the first thing that I would suggest is physically take something off or away so that you can be in the moment. It's just almost a physical reminder to your brain like, okay, shutting down one thing, starting another. So for me... I was always cold in my room, but I took my jacket off when I started instruction. And to me, that was like starting fresh, clearing the cache, closing the browser. And then when I was done instructing and I had all my million things to do, that jacket could come back on. Even though the jacket was doing nothing, it was just a physical, tactile way for my brain to know starting and stopping something. I mean, you could just do it with a a hairband or some other small device or just moving an item from one place to another, just something physical to let your brain know, okay, we're starting this now. My second tip would be, you know, when you're on your computer, closing out whatever tabs you're not working on. I like to have a million tabs open so I can know, okay, my day, I have these 10 things I've got to do. I've got to keep them open or I'm going to forget about them instead of like writing them on a list and only having one open. Because when I see that huge thing, I get overwhelmed, And then I want to toggle between the different tabs and it just decreases my productivity. I get stressed. Um, All these apps on my phone are open all the time. Uh, My husband finally took Facebook off his phone because he was spending too much time on it. Whatever you have to do to just simplify so you can focus on what's more important. If you know you have a crazy week at work then maybe you turn your notifications off on your phone. You don't need all that. It's it's not necessary that week. You've got to buckle down. You've got to focus. All that stuff's going to be there when you get back. Um, I know when I go on vacation, I turn my school email off on my phone because that's going to just stress me out with stuff coming through. It's not urgent. I know I can't do anything about it on vacation, so might as well wait until I get home and I can do that. My third tip to you is close off any distractions outside. So for me, sometimes I would have to close my door. Although I was that teacher that loved to have the door open and helped with light and helped with fresh air. Um, It was welcoming to visitors. Sometimes when I'm in that state of mind that I'm overwhelmed, I just have to shut my door so that the room feels smaller, more intimate. I can focus. I'm not distracted about all that's happening outside. And it really just forces my brain to see what's in front of me. My fourth tip to you would just be keep moving. I would go and chat with kids and continue meeting with small groups or I would start instructing anything that would just keep me physically moving because when I would stop, that's when my brain would open up a million browsers and I didn't clear my cache and I'm carrying this around with me. So the more that I was just moving and involved, it kind of kept me awake. It kept me alert, but it also kept me present. And my fifth tip to you, the last tip I want to share today is just set times aside for tapping back in. That's going to help you know, ease anxiety of everything building up. So I have weekly cycles that I do for my business um, on the side. And I make sure, you know, on Mondays I'm doing these tasks. On Tuesdays I'm doing these tasks. And even on Monday, if I'm like, oh, that would be a great blog post. Well, if I'm not blogging until Thursday, I can't deal with it right now. It doesn't need to be on my mind. It doesn't need to be an open browser. Clear it out. Um, And so definitely focus on what you can handle today. Maybe you Sunday nights you sit down and you schedule out. What you're allowed to think about on each set of these days. And you can't think about them on the other days. You don't have room. You don't have time. Your kids deserve more. So you need to make sure that you are chunking your focus. I hope these tips spoke to you. I'm sure you have your own tips. I would love to hear about them on social media. Hashtag empowered. Let me know what works for you. I will share them out as soon as I can. Love connecting with you guys. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on clearing your cash. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered. This podcast is sponsored by the Educators Podcast Network a podcast network that encourages you to think about your profession and succeed in the world of education. Whether you're a first-year educator or a seasoned veteran, there is a podcast for you. All of the shows are produced by educators who want to shape education through meaningful discussion and content. So head on over to edupodcastnetwork.com for more details.